I'm ready. Uh, welcome to episode 33 of the GBHBL Whiplash. Man, I'm up to episode 33. I'm always amazed when we get to these sort of things. It's like, shit. 33. Oh, 33 oh of them. Shit, the we talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not even that fucking regular. It's not like nah. a weekly show or anything. So, of course, we're Games Brains Banging Life, GBHBL.com. Uh, you can find us at that website um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram Tumblr, uh, other places. Google it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, yeah. Of course, this podcast is on SoundCloud and on iTunes. Um, that's it. Yeah. That's, that's the. Housework done, as yeah. they call it. That's the whole internet, pretty much. So this will be our last of these this style of podcast um, this year, where as of right now, what December seventh, eighth, uh, yeah, seventh, seventh today, um, and uh, yeah, we're not gonna have any more time because of the Christmas period and all that um, to knock out any more of these. This specific one where we talk the news and we play some tracks, you know, that that style. Well, there are plenty of the other stuff. We've got some uh, other stuff in the works. And um, in a few weeks' time, our sort of end-of-year lists, best-ofs and stuff like that, um, where we'll probably talk through live shows, albums, obviously, EPs, demos. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think I reviewed enough demos this year to warrant that. No. But um, yeah, the usual music shit, basically, um, for the end of the year. Talking of which, actually, I'm going to bring it up now while I remember. It's just reminded me. So, right, before we started recording, we did talk about this briefly, but man, it is bullshit that people are putting their end of year lists out already, yeah. even though there are weeks left of December. Yeah, and there are still, like, reasonably big sized bands releasing mm-hmm. music. Um, yeah, so I, I was quite surprised. I was surprised to see how many of them there were, really, more than anything else. You know what's um today though I came across uh, something that's really bugged me. It's not the first time I've seen it because it's come up a number of times on certain lists, but I it's a, it's an album that's being voted as number one in oh, a couple it, of big magazines. If it's the one that I, that I, I've been reading about, then I I, I think it's fucking ridiculous. It if it's Ghost, it it is, and it's uh, uh made, probably the biggest UK publication in the um metal yeah. publication in well in the I UK. Mean, I've, read it, I've read it on a couple now. Yeah, I think, same here, uh, two or three. Um, I don't understand it. You know I'm not a Ghost fan, mm-hmm. and you are a Ghost fan. But out of everything that come out this year, you think that's the best? The like, best album. Most Ghost fans I know don't think it's the best Ghost album. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it doesn't make... It's it's just catering to, to the names, isn't it? I mean, if they genuinely feel that, that's fair enough. You know, that's not for me to say that they don't actually mean that. It, it, it makes me question what else they're listening to. That's what it is for me. <laughs> you know. That's what it is for me. It really makes me question what, how much effort they're actually putting in. Yeah. Um, as Brendan said, I, I am a Ghost fan. I, I like um, Prequel quite a bit. Uh, I think I gave it 7 out of 10 because it ultimately was, I thought, was a flawed album and nowhere as good as the previous two. Better than the first, but not as good as the previous two albums. But for it to be given Album of the Year... Um, and also, like, even given the term metal album of the year. Now, we're not going to get into debate whether or not Ghost is metal or not. No, because that's we stupid. already know they're not. Of course they're not a metal band. They are a yeah. rock band. Yeah. It's as simple as that. It's fine. It's okay to like rock as well as metal. It's okay for that. Shit, there are times, and he'll love me saying this, the Ghost are a pop band. Yeah. You know? I, you know, Ghost are a rock band. That's the thing. They're just a yeah. rock band. Right, and occasionally their music veers a bit towards pop. Yep. And occasionally it veers a little bit towards metal. Yep. But they're still a rock band. Yes. I mean, their predominant overall sound is a rock. Exactly. Rock band, yeah. You know, and that's that's okay. You know, that's all right to just accept that. I don't, I don't know why people 
it's that whole claiming ownership like there are there are there yeah. are people that love ghosts and want them to be metal because they love metal they're hardcore they don't want to say oh but one of my favorite bands isn't really a metal band that's crazy you know, that, that's how I, that's how I, how I see it because I don't see why otherwise anyone I, I love I love metal I love loads of rock bands yeah you know we started with rock in our lives yeah so. I mean like metal was arguably well it's not even arguably it's derived from rock mm-hmm. so you had rock and then some people come along and made it a little bit heavier yeah so metal didn't the rock and metal didn't like they don't happen without each other of course yeah you know what I mean um, I just find like I said ultimately the whole point was that I just find it absurd that anyone and I, you can say well personal taste personal taste personal taste but like to be voting Ghost's album Bequel is number one of 2018 the best album of rock and metal released this year is I don't even know if if it, well I actually I do know it will not even be on my top 50 should I tell you if it will be in mine <laughs> I'd be amazed if it was imagine it's that not, it's not in my top because how could it be it's a 7 out of 10 album when we have um, if you look when uh, when we have 154 albums that to this point were reviewed nine or above out of something like five nearly 600 albums that were reviewed this year alone yeah now anyone um, who listens to this show or watches this on YouTube knows that we complain a lot so for us to get to that amount that we think are fucking amazing yeah like do you know what I mean that's not because we're like overly you know like oh we just love everything mm-hmm. anyone who watches us or listens to us or knows oh, us yeah, knows that we absolutely don't yeah yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> you know but these are just genuine genuine top quality albums yeah um, some of them from the more commercial side of things that you think everyone would have heard yeah and then a big amount from the underground scene which you start feeling that maybe well we know this anyway but actually people don't look that way enough yes actually there's so much quality over there we had these whole conversations don't we when like like who was it who come out during the year and said about oh metal's dead or rock uh, metal's dead? Oh right, I can't who it was oh. now, but whoever, whoever um, that, Matt that, Tuck, wasn't it? Yeah, full of Valentine. So, yeah, that yeah it was yeah, yeah yeah, and we spoke about it at the time. Yeah, just like you're looking in the wrong place. Yes, yes, you know, that's all it is. Yeah, if go if, if you've got go, to hunt around for the music, man, that's the thing. If you're looking at the window and going, well, ghosts to currently what? If you're looking at the, just at the window, what generally is on the street and in the word and in your newspapers and the Guardian and you know making enough high profile noise and you're going, wow, ghosts are the big band and metal right now. Well, metal must be dead if that's the case. Then fair enough. You, I, I can see your point of view in that one. But that, as Brendan said, well, you just look further. Yeah. Like stop looking down in your own back garden. Don't worry, I've gone with this fucking analogy about looking at windows yeah, and the right. and shit. I don't know yeah, what I'm talking about. It's quite pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> basically go looking, you know, go to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, if it, I mean, there is obviously the chance that it is purely whoever wrote the article absolutely fell in love with the album. No, and because it was done on a vote. Oh, read was it? About a reader of, vote? Uh, no, a vote of the critics. 34, I think they said. 34. And from that vote of the 34, it was that. So 34, and fair I'd enough, like to see, uh, 14 of them could have said no, and 20 said yes. Yeah. That's still a fucking huge amount. Is that the way that, no, surely that's not how the vote would go, would it? Because it, it, that's already pre-decided. So it's, the vote is, Ghost Prequel is the best album of the year. Agree, yes or no. What happens if they all say no? Do they just go, uh, how about this one? No, I think what they do, right? So or they literally just I put think, it out there and this is what they've all come up with. I think they with. give it all give their top tens right, and okay. then it's taken from and that. And that many of them came back with that at number 10. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not going to... I didn't even know they had that many fans. Well, I'm... <laughs> I'm going to add a little bit more fuel to this fire as well. This also coincides, you can see the full 50, the top 50 albums of the year in this magazine, in the same issue that has a ghost interview. Yeah. Huh. Timing. Interesting, you know. Yeah. But there you go. But there you go. We, we exist to disagree with these sorts of things. 
Um, yeah, we both just listened to it. I, I don't rate it very highly at all. No, there was course. a couple of songs in it that I thought were the best ghost songs I'd heard. Mm. And which is rated higher, which is praise from me. Yeah, yeah. But I still, you know, it just... <clears throat> I can't even remember when it came out, how long ago it came out, but I haven't... It's been about three months, maybe? ...had any interest to like go back to it at any point. You know, it's never, it hasn't done that to me. And, I, and I, I'm stuck on albums still that I'm listening to that come out in January and February that were like, yep. bloody good. Yeah, I agree with you. you know in fact, I mean? um, it came and it went, and that that was really what the impact of prequel on me was. It was. It, I'm going to say it was very much similar to me. I I, I spent after the first release, I probably spent about two weeks kind of giving it listens and all that. But I don't think I've listened to it since. Yeah, it's as simple as that. It's just not because you know in our line of work we have to um, move on quickly as well um, and quickly listen to something else and yeah. so on. So it quickly does get, it does quickly get forgotten about if it isn't holding your attention. Yeah, no, so, absolutely. Yeah. We didn't actually plan to start this podcast off ranting and raving about Ghost and people deciding it's the best album of the year. Yeah. Um, it's actually going to be a bit more Christmassy. <laughs> Christmassy. Now, I set this Brennan's way as I like, oh, we'll talk about this at the start, the introductionary area and just get the podcast rolling, get the chat going. And I said, don't do any research. Did you? Do- yeah. I didn't do any research purely because I haven't had any time to do research. Yeah. But when, even though you said don't do any research, in my head I thought I need to do some bloody research here because I don't like or know an awful lot okay. of Christmas songs. Right, okay. I mean, I, I, if we're talking specifically metal ones. So to speak, metal and rock. Yeah. Then I, like, I, I, I don't remember, I have a couple. Mm. But, you know, I couldn't sit here and rattle off ten. Oh, right, okay, yeah. See, I mean? yeah cause so, last... I, so I was like, I'm absolutely going to research this, but I haven't had any time to do it anyway, so... That's fine. This is going to go well. No, it's fine. It was mainly, um, so like, one of the things that always fascinates me and the whole reason why is uh, the rock and Christmas uh, metal covers that you get. Now, we don't get loads, but we often get a lot that sort of pop out of nowhere. Yeah. And every so often we get kind of like a high profile release yeah. that's based around it. And last year leading up to Christmas, I spent a lot of time doing a lot of this music, stuff I'd never heard before. Um, and it got me thinking, because this year I'm like, I want to do a few. There isn't many uh, this year, but then suddenly everyone started coming out of the woodwork and it's like, oh, so-and-so's done a Christmas song and so-and-so's done a Christmas song. I'm like, okay, cool, I might check this shit out. And hey, it's Christmas reviews for the site because yeah. now from like the 14th of December onwards, we're going to be leaning a little bit more towards Christmas reviews in certain areas um, just for the period. So yeah, I was kind of like, well, I wanted to ask Brendan and the question is, is what Christmas, rock and metal Christmas songs can you say like, like that you really enjoy, that you really like? And that was really it. Yeah. I really enjoy, really like. I don't really enjoy many of them at all, to be totally honest with you. I right. don't really like like many of them at all. Right. Here's a straightforward question, and forget that. What is to you the best Christmas song, the number one of all uh, genres? Without me having heard anywhere near as many of you have. Yep. Not only is it do I think it's the number one, it's probably the only one I'm okay with when, like, you know, if it gets played. It's not what I like to listen to in June or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, of course. Um, but it's the darknesses. Of course. Uh, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas time. time. Don't let the bells don't end. Don't let the bells end. That's yeah. it. I mean, that's a very good song. Yep. Christmassy or not. Um, and I don't particularly like the darkness. It's yep. just a very good song. Yeah, it's um, it's the, yeah, it's my favourite Christmas song. It's still... I, I, I've heard, like, you know, I've heard, like, I think Twisted Sister have done some Christmassy ones. Yep. I've heard loads of them. I just don't really... They don't really do anything. I, I see it as a gimmick. It's just a gimmick. Of course, yeah. You know, I listen to it and go, okay, whatever. Like, when's the proper album coming? Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? That's what it is to me. I don't really go too much on a Christmas Eve. I'm, I'm doing well on a Christmas spirit on this. Uh, yeah, you're on this flying. I, I've got. Sh- I could rave about it because um, I, I do like there, there, one other Christmas song I like. Go but on. you know, it's not. It's it's 
debatable whether we should talk about it on this podcast or not, which is called uh, Santa's a Fat Bitch by Insane Clown Posse. Oh, okay. Which is quite good fun. It's got bells and everything. Is it actually a good song, though? I think so. In what way? In that it's funny. Like, is it's it the lyrics, like, is it, or is it like catchy as it doesn't sound Christmassy? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's got okay. bells. It's even got a little spoken word bells. by Santa in it. Okay, I mean, I'm not heard First that line, one. Santa Claus suck my balls. <laughs> that is, yeah, I can actually hear that being sung by yeah. one of the members, yeah. whichever one sings it, because that's the kind of rhyming they've got. You know? But again, it's only a gimmick. But... They would try and rhyme claws with balls. Well, it yeah. does actually rhyme. Especially when you do it in an American accent. That's yeah. the Santa Claus. Was it D- Detroit? Or Detroit, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that makes sense. No, I mean, um, I would say, I, like, there's a couple There's a couple that I really want to rave about. Um, I'd, right, so like many, many years ago, an entire album came out, which was called We Wish You a Merry Christmas, oh. A Metal Christmas, and A Headbanging New Year, yeah. that had guests galore in it. Really? And there were some fucking bangers on that. That's, yeah, that one, that, that one was actual... Christmas songs. Yeah, done seriously done, yeah. Rock slash metal. Yeah. Legends. Yeah, legends. Actual yeah. legends as well. And I've listened to that. And you know, I play that actually pretty much every Christmas. Yeah. Purely because my daughter will want Christmassy songs in the car. And that's the meet in the middle. Yeah, that's. I want to listen to rock and metal. <coughs> I want to listen to Christmas. I'll put that on then. Absolutely. She's having a moment at. Yes, it's. But it ain't. Like, don't, to my, in my opinion, it is just what. It's still just a gimmick. It's like. Oh, you know, how many times can I listen to Run Run Rudolph? Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm I'm as happy for Christmas, excuse me, songs to disappear and not have to be played for another year as I am when they come out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't screw it up. I haven't seen it. I mean, I could be wrong on this. <coughs> it doesn't seem to be a trend that's been taken up much by younger, newer bands. No, no. You know I, I mean, mean? it's always like Aug- a legend or an icon or someone like that who maybe has done something. There's August Burns Red who did a Christmas EP did last year and have now released a new Christmas EP, but it released at the end of October, which drove me nuts because it was like, "You're fucking kidding me!" I've got like I'm waiting. I've been waiting carefully to do that, and yeah. I like August Burns Red seemed to quite enjoy this stuff, um, so I'm quite game for that. Um, it's on Pretty pretty hardcore kind of metalcore band who did a. It's not right. It's not directly a Christmas song, but it's got snow and shit in it, um, which is Elsa uh, Frozen's "Let It Go." They did a, a, a cover of that. Who did that? I can't remember. I'll, oh, I'll get okay. the name for you. Well, it's considered a Christmas you, movie now. now. From, yeah, yeah, no, it's because it's got snow in it. Yeah, which is fucking wacky. It's like thinking planes, trains, and automobiles is a Christmas movie. Well, Di- thank- Die Hard is. So. Well, yeah, but Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Everybody knows that. But um, planes, trains, and automobiles is a Thanksgiving movie, a holiday movie, so to speak. It just again happens to be that. Um, no, what are the other ones? Uh, Betraying the Martyrs. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh wow. Yes, yeah, which you know I thought was pretty cool, and I, I, there was a quite like, okay. This is going a little bit off topic now but I remember when they released it yeah and, uh, they were like you know, they were a serious metal band and all that like what what, what are you doing yeah, yeah, yeah. why would you do this and the, I think it was a singer it might have been a singer who said that basically he's got a little girl daughter yep and she, she, he, his music he can't really play to her so you yeah. know uh, but he wanted to and she'd always say oh dad like I never know any of your songs and anything like that so he did one that he could play to her it's still heavy as hell don't get me wrong um, but yeah there you go kind of a Christmassy song yeah one I would suggest you check out this year if you want something that's kind of Christmas is very Christmassy and it's got some original songs on it plus covers is uh, Rob Halford's solo work um, Halford 3 Winter Songs I reviewed it for the site last year um, and that, that's I think one uh, probably my second favourite Christmas album yeah. um, that's a really really good fucking one as well See, uh, stuff like that I'll be alright with yeah. I, I'd like that 
the problem I have with even like the very metal Christmas one mm. is that I don't like the original songs that they're covering. That's the problem, yeah. So, you know, listening to Lemmy sing a song like that is cool once or twice. Yep. But it still quickly becomes very old and I'm much happier to then go back to a motorhead album. No, I agree. Yeah, I, do you know what I mean? That's what it, what it is for me. So I don't I don't spend a lot of time on Christmas songs. I really don't. Um fuck, I'm trying to think. Um what's it called what there's a particular song um off Halford Three that I think's like one of the best Christmas versions have ever done so he does uh, one of the things that's interesting about that is it's called Winter Songs because it's not Christmas um, stuff it's hymns yeah um, so it's that sort of stuff like Silent Night and things like that yeah. hymns but obviously with his powerful voice singing over it there's one that's fucking incredible on there that I can't fucking remember the name of but um, what's it called um, Oh Holy Night Oh Holy Night that one fucking listen to that one specifically He that's Rob Halford at his best Plus, I, like I said, I like the fact that it's more hymns than actual, like, it's not Santa Claus is coming to town or Run Rudolph yeah, Run yeah, and bollocks yeah. like that. Because that's what we yeah. often get. Um, the other... Covering Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. Gimmicky It doesn't shit. change the fact that it's still that song. Yeah, which sucks yeah. On, on the whole. Yeah, you're absolutely I mean, right. come out of a cool original Christmassy song, I'll probably be all over it. The very metal Christmas one that we were talking about, the last song on that is the Christmas song I think they did for Live Aid. Um, do they know it's Christmas time at all? That one. Do oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking despise that song yeah, with yeah. a passion. So regardless of whether it's got a rock god, god or goddess or giant on it or whatever, all I'm thinking is I can't stand this song. We have and to come that, up with uh, some suggestions for bands to do. Well, um, if, do you want originality? Because then we end up with shit like Corey Taylor's "Merry yeah. Xmas" with all the you know, which I hated that song. We could have like a. Rob Flynn singing It'll Be Lonely This Christmas that that, images of Phil Demo and that flash up on the screen <laughs> that is such that is A it's hilarious because that's yeah. fucking cruel as shit but, yeah um, and, I, and I love that I, so, yeah. like, you know, I don't mean to be cruel but that's really just popped into my head that's really mean um, but also like that's such a great idea man think right think of, in the comments section what artist rock band artist would you have play and cover a particular song do it for comedy yeah, yeah. more than anything else because that's fucking yeah. great pick a song pick you an know? artist but yeah, um, Christmassy yeah just and if you've got any suggestions things we haven't heard I mean a lot of them we have like the likes of Guar and things like that their Christmas song yeah. and all that we've either heard it if we haven't got it on the site it's because it was shit and couldn't be bothered to do it <laughs> um, you know not that I want to say that Guar was shit but it yeah. was or the ICP one do something original yeah just as well that'd be cool like point it's in the right direction man that would be really you fucking do struggle. cool it's, it's not the sort of thing you can just pick up easy because you, you try googling Christmas songs oh yeah you're fucked or Apple Music and metal versions of Christmas songs you don't really they don't really come back with nothing no. other than the same 10 sort of various artist albums that what I was what, where I was trying to get around it was I would finding one of the well known ones like the various artist ones yeah. and then go and seeing related content and then finding when it was related yeah. and then go on what's related to that and find, trying to find that way but eventually you end up running out anyway because it then takes you down a path yeah, yeah. to the normal music and stuff like that you know Right, we are going to play you a track. I've been babbling on a bit already. We are actually going to play a track. Before then, I wanted a big um, uh, upper podcast, a separate podcast. Um, it was released recently, uh, a very special one, in that it had 10 tracks played on it. Uh, first time we've ever done so many. And it was 10 tracks this year that basically are the best of 2018, so to speak. You know, there's more than... They're just 10 of the best. Trust me, there are way, way more. But 10 tracks uh, from upcoming bands and artists ones who don't get the recognition or have done great work this year or even actually part of 2017 as well but came our way this year yeah uh 
it's a it's a I, I recorded it. It was just me and my own. But fortunately, I say eighty percent of it is music, and the rest of it is me with a croaky voice quietly. One of the few times I was really quiet talking because I was yeah. very aware of my throat, um, and just trying to explain what the band is and why this and stupid stories. But um, check that one out. It's one of my what. It, um, yeah, for, for it kind of ties in, you know, for all that people that think that potentially rock or metal is dead, if you check that podcast out, you're going to hear 10 banging songs from 10 bands you maybe haven't heard of. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you know, just in that podcast alone, you might be like, oh, hang on, there's yeah. still a bit of life in the old dog. Yeah, yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah. And talking about bands you probably haven't heard, segueing. Yeah. We're going to play a is track. Is still segueing though if you keep saying segueing? Because that breaks uh, the segue, Yeah, no, I need it? to stop fucking doing that. <laughs> so segueing into this segue, um, Goblin Smoker was started as a one-man project by Adam Kennedy in Durham in late 2016. Having spent a number of years touring with his previous band, Adam wanted to write a record that embraced his biggest and favoured musical influences, taking the seething bleakness of black metal and combining it with the fuzz-soaked riff worship of Doom. Adam set about not only writing the record, but also creating a mythology that would be fully entwined into the band's sound, lyrical content, and art. The band would focus on telling the story of the Toad King, the discontented ruler of the goblins and their forest home, a place where goblin subjects would willingly sacrifice themselves to be smoked by their king. I know, what, what, I remember reading that first and thinking, that doesn't sound that original. And I was like, wait, they're gonna, he's going to smoke him? Okay. <laughs> Well, is this like like rolling them up in a Rizzler? I'm gonna presume so. Like, yeah, you want to smoke your ass? And well, shoot. I'm gonna put. Well, it doesn't come across like yeah. gangster. No. Of the laying down the foundations of the songs, Adam's long-term friend Callum Young offered to play the drums in the record and brace and sound in the story. The next year was then spent polishing the songs and the essence of the band. So, in mid 2018, Goblin Smoker entered the recording studio, recording with Adam's long-term recording partner Joel at No Studio in Manchester. The record was recorded with Adam on guitars, bass and vocal duty, and Callum on drums. After a weekend of countless fuzz pedal combinations and too much time spent listening to Toad samples, the first instalment of the story was complete. Toad King was born. Sludge Lord Records will release Toad King by Goblin Smoker on December 14th, 2018, and this is the title track.
So after that lovely slab of doom, we'll go to some news. The usual people, um, we're not covering every little bit. You know, if you want to do your album releases and find out what's been released and who's released a new single, we're not, we're not that. Uh, no, we're, not on here, we're not. Go to the website. <laughs> you want to see what albums have been released? Oh, yeah, 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 for the room, yeah. Um, so we're just going to cover some sort of newsy bits that have kind of got our attention. I suppose the biggest one that's been doing around in the last week has been the news that a fan died in a pit yeah. at Bring Me The Horizon show. Yeah, this, um, is a, this is big news for good reason. Yeah, yeah, it is, um, yeah. It's been a while, actually, at least here in the UK since uh, a story like this has come out. Yeah, unfortunately, it's also hit mainstream media with questions being asked now. yeah. I mean, you you know, like obviously, I've, obviously, I've been following it. I mean, yep. you know, this is this stuff is uh, interesting. Obviously, sad for for his family and everything yep. like that, and anyone who's involved in it. Yeah. Um, from what I've read, and this, you have to be careful with this stuff because I am aware that what I might be reading may not be a hundred percent accurate. Of course. But I read that he had a hole in his heart. Ah. Um. You know, loved the music so much. I don't, you know, I want to be careful. I'm purposely being careful of what I say here because I don't want to like you know you don't want to be like oh should this you have been why, should yeah. you have been in the pit yeah uh, you know that sort of stuff I don't know it's it's an awkward one I, it worries me when something like this happens whether the mainstream media pick it up or not because uh, the venues themselves will be shitting themselves yep about something like this happening of course yeah the same reason why it was a little while ago now and a few of them have relaxed it but. We've had crowd uh, stage dive. No stage, yeah. We had. I'm pretty sure it was Brixton Academy that tried to stop pits by putting up little metal barriers. Oh, you did survive the area. stuff like that, yeah. You know, because people may may have got hurt and this sort of thing. I mean, what boy basically is going to do is that it's going to go mental on the insurance. Yeah. And the venue is then going to try and protect itself. Uh, do you know what was? I'm trying not to, you know, I don't want to, what I don't want to do is come across and say anything like a heartless stick or anything like that. It was an accident. Yep. Did it, from what I've read, the poor fella had something wrong with him. Yep. And my only concern, the only thing that I keep coming to in my head is that, like, and we weren't there, so we don't know, but yeah. like, did the crowd react to help him quick enough? Yep. Was it, was it obvious that he needed help? Yep. I mean, I, I'm not a massive fan of the band, you know, I'm not going to lie. Uh, but I am aware of, we spoke about this actually on gigs, about what their pits can be like. Yep. Um, like many other hardcore slash metalcore pits can be like. Yep. And they can very much be a, a each man for himself. Yeah, yeah. Go fucking ballistic. Yep. Don't worry about it, hurt as many people as you can. Yeah. I'm not saying that's at every show, I'm not saying all the metalcore and hardcore bands are like that. But of course. We have experienced it plenty of times yeah. ourselves. And in my head, you kind of get this image of it in your head. And in my head, I'm like, I'm picturing this kid potentially needing help and people just ignoring him because they couldn't give a fuck because they're just busy trying to punch people. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if it was like that at all. That's the truth, but I weren't well, there. Yeah, yeah, of course, you're speculating, yeah. You know? It's, yeah, there's that thing of speculate. A lot of this is speculation. We weren't there, we don't know. I think, for me, it's just, it's a terribly sad story about a, a, a horrid accident that happened to a poor kid. Yep. And... For the family, it's not the end of it, but I don't think I can't see what lasting impact this has on, on things. Yeah, you know, we you know go outside of this country. We've had people get shot at fucking gigs in America. Yeah. You know that that you know the the gigs still go on. Yeah, I uh, I don't know what you can do to stop it because 
if what I read is correct, it isn't necessarily the pit that killed the poor fella. Like that's what it is. It's not the pit. You know, if he had a, a, a heart uh, condition, an issue, yeah. I hate to say it because I don't, you know, I don't want to be a dick, but sh- why are you in there? Like, or, or maybe it wasn't that bad, and he didn't think it would. Maybe he does it all the time, and this was just the straw that broke the camel's yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. I'd it's, imagine it was high intensity in a yeah. Brooklyn Horizon pit, particularly in one of their uh, faster heavy. I'll imagine it was. We've been part of high intensity gigs where you, a pits where you're a bit like, fuck, this is a bit like wall. You yeah. know, we get out and stuff like that. Obviously, it's not always the easiest thing to get out of a pit and stuff like that. Um, the thing that I keep reading, though, and this is why I keep coming back to it, like, uh, I'm pretty sure the band themselves said it, and a few other famous band members have come out and said it as well, but they all keep saying about, for Christ's sake, guys, please look after each other. Yeah. Do we have to? And that makes me feel like maybe something did happen in the pit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Why, why are you pointing out, what the hell, guys, look after each other in there? <coughs> yeah. Was it, you know, did he hit the deck and get trampled for 10 minutes? Yeah, somebody went, picked him up. Security went, oh, fucking hell, hang on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or you know, may, maybe that didn't happen, but it's like, the fact that the band came out and were like, very, very sad, very, very sorrowful. Please, guys, look after each other in there. And it was that line, it's like, the fact that you're pointing that out makes it sound like you weren't. Yeah, 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 yeah. was something else going on there, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it didn't come out and say, terrible accident, or a terribly sad accident. Yeah. And said, please look after each other in there. You know, like I have to remind you of it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Like at the end of the day, it's like a young a young kids died at a metal show. It's sad. Yeah, um, of course. It's sad for the families, and that's the important bit, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, ultimately, um, I do agree with what you said as well. Is that I don't believe it will have, um, you know, a lot of other metal sites are trying to get the clicks. I believe by going with headlines like "Will Pits be banned?" and stuff like that. And I agree with what you said. I don't think it'll have any lasting impact. I don't what- think it will either. I think maybe you know. You'll probably find a lasting impact or, or a short-term impact at the venues around London and stuff like that for a while where yep. maybe you'll see extra security on and stuff like that, more people watching the pit, you know, more eyes on it, that sort of stuff. I don't think the idea of banning them, I don't think it would work. No, oh God, because... I mean, unless you literally have almost man-for-man security to people. Yeah. You know, I just, what are you I, I do? just don't think it will work. What are you going to do if a circle pit kicks off security? You know, and you don't... It doesn't matter how sad or how tragic the accident is. It happens all the time. Like, you know, if somebody dies on the way to work in a bloody car, you don't ban cars, you don't ban roads. Yeah. You know, it's, it's sad. That's what it is. And, and but It's just, it seems it to is, have been an unfortunate accident. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it seems to me like. It seems like just it's an unfortunate sort of set of circumstances where a potentially poorly kid got a bit carried away yeah. in a potentially crazy pit. Yeah, and his body and, came uh, out. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so that's our take on it, basically. Yeah, well, let's move on to something that's also really sad, but differently, different kind of sadness. Mainly sadness for Brent. He's already made a fucking joke about it, so I don't know how sad it is. But the machine, as we know it, or as we knew it, has now officially wrapped up. Yep, they finished their tour. This Freaks and Heroes was it? Freaks and Heroes tour. Freaks and Zeros. Zeros. Yep. Um, seeing Phil Demo and um, fuck. Why am I thinking the name? Dave McLean. Thank you. Uh, leave Machine hey, Head to go. Got rid of Adam, yeah, yeah, Adam's <laughs> on one, isn't it? exactly. Um, leave Machine Head making Machine Head as of right now a two-piece band. Yeah, um, for now. And we'll get onto what Phil Demo's doing afterwards. But uh, yeah, how did you feel when you saw the final photo? Uh, you know, I, I watched um, a few of the websites put up uh, Halo. The, the <coughs> That's final, right. The final yeah. Song. Yep. Uh, and I watched that. I just, like, I was really disappointed. Really. With that video. Because the, I, I, as much as I love the song Halo, 
What I wanted to see was what happened when the song went out and the band was saying goodbye. Yep. Did they say anything special? Did they, you know... Brace on like stage. Maybe Rob and uh, Jared step back and let Phil and Dave... You know, but the video just cuts as soon as the song ends. And I was like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, you want to see the aftermath yeah, do you know what I mean? I want to see what happened. Yeah. Um, am I sad? I was sadder about it when the announcement came out and I was sad during the build-up. Now it's like, okay, it's done. That's yep. it. It doesn't... It doesn't change my love of Machine Head or the music of Machine Head. Yep. And now that the kind of worry of, oh my God, they're breaking is done. Now it's almost more like, okay, and it's, a, it's an excited anticipation to see... What happens now? I'm expecting nothing to happen for a while. Yep. You know, I would imagine that Jared, Rob will go and have Christmas or whatever with their families, maybe start planning what, what happens with the band next. Uh, next year, you know, at some point, we're going to hear about new musicians joining. The, yep. Like it's, it's now an exciting time. That's the know? word I was wondering if you were going to use, you have used that is exciting. Uh, exciting about what's happening. You know, for all we know, since this was announced, uh, Rob's already have people that he wanted to be in the band with yep. him and is now currently as we speak in America jamming yeah. jamming Machine Head songs with fucking the three of them apparently uh, Kerry King and Phil and Selma were joining <laughs> what the fuck what's Phil and Selma doing in the band uh, drums <laughs> does, he, does he even play drums he, he gurns though doesn't he yeah, that's, every, every, that's, what, that's a drummer's like main role isn't it going Kerry, a little bit and to be fair Kerry King will be out of work soon yeah yeah, Phil plays loads of instruments, doesn't he? Because he does in like uh, well, in, drums, in other, in other bands. I don't know yeah, if he does on drums. No. That's what I mean. I, I, plays I, I know he plays guitar. You know, <clears throat> but um, yeah. So like, yeah, it's it, it's excitement now. But how did you then feel when so quickly as well he moved on so quickly? Yeah, I must admit, runs I, off the Slayer. Do you know what I thought was quite interesting about the fact that he did that? Do you remember what I said on? I can't remember. What, we, we did this on a, either a YouTube or a podcast, and I said we talked about them, like you know we do occasionally. And uh, I said that um, I'd read or I'd heard. No, when I first saw Rob's announcement, yep. he said about, I wish them all the best. I can see Dave in like, this kind of country I band, remember, yep. And I can see Phil doing what he does best, which is covers. Yep. And now he's technically doing Slayer covers. covers. He's doing Slayer covers. You know? So it worked out. Yeah, so that's what I, so I, when I saw that he announced for Slayer, and I was like, that's kind of interesting because he can jump in there because he already knows a lot of their songs and he can pick all the rest yeah. up really, really quickly. And that kind of tied in a little bit with what Rob was saying, which is like, you know, he wants to be out there playing other people's music. Which is, but, so do you reckon that's what it might, it might be then? A bit of a hide gun now for the next couple of uh, years I, at least. You know, the, maybe, maybe. Um, there was, I, right, you know, this is the whole take it with a pinch of salt stuff because it comes from the comments on social media. Right. There were a lot of comments underneath the announcement of Phil at Slayer, uh, being in Slayer, uh, saying like, hang on, I thought Phil gave a statement saying that he was done with music for a while. That actually, that's why he was leaving Machine Head because, you know what, he's been doing this for right. his whole life and he's done with it for a while. And then people were coming back saying, yeah, but you know, if you get an offer to just step into Slayer for one last tour, why not? Well, yeah. So actually, you know, and the more I hear about it and the more these little snippets come out, assuming that there's any truth in them whatsoever, you know, it makes me feel a bit better because it doesn't look like a mass breakdown caused by Rob being a dick. Fair enough. It just looks like Phil was... Done. Just machine head, not yeah. machine head, even. Just wanted wants to move on, even could step away from music for a while. The Slayer offer come along. It's one maybe you're just a little bit too good to, to turn down. To yeah. Turn down, yeah. You know? Yeah. You step in there for a while, you know, it's an opportunity for you to have a break from music to play with Slayer. And I'm gonna be a little bit of a bitch here, but let's say you are planning a couple of years out of music. You might want a little bit of wedge. To go yeah, along with possibly. that. Yeah. And I reckon it might be a fair yeah, maybe, wedge come maybe this way. Maybe Rob's put his account on hold. Or <laughs> yeah, he's frozen his assets. <laughs> you know, I'm keeping the guitars. And, or maybe he's just gone to Slayer because he's just, 
the one thing he hasn't got to do at Slayer is come out and do a three minute instrumental that's true you know? <laughs> I mean he's shredding isn't he that's what he's going to be doing yeah yeah because he's replacing if you don't know he's actually replacing Gary Holt yeah. who uh, unfortunately has to miss the rest of Slayer's European tour because um, he returned home to be with his dying father um, you know it, there you go so uh, on you know, that front as well Phil's stepping in makes more sense yeah and the, the only thing I, you know and maybe we won't ever hear because he was always quite quiet in the band anyway to yeah. be honest is a but alright so Phil's going to Slayer fine whatever um, I'd, I'm interested in Dave do you know what I mean That's see what like, he does yeah, next yeah I want to see what Dave does next because I'm a huge Dave McLean fan anyway I think he's a brilliant drummer uh, and a genuinely nice bloke and we could say that having met him yeah, which yeah, is yeah. nice to say um, yeah, so I'm interested to see where he goes next. How and funny would it be is if he fucks off like and ends up joining another like heavy band that you like as well? Well, that'd that be sense. great, yeah. You know, like he ends up being the drummer for Fear Factory. <coughs> yeah, do you know, you know, like, like I said, the, the good thing about all of this stuff now is it. Initially, it was sadness, shock, disappointment. The tour being still going, there was constant articles of Machine Head's fourth last show, their third last show. Right. Do you know what I mean? And to, to a person who, who adores them, you're like, oh, stop it. Yeah, yeah, And now it's kind of done. It's like, okay, good. The future let's now. Have our, let's have Christmas. Yep. And then I'll be watching the general journals closely. Yeah, to yeah. See, like, what's happening? New year, new start, new Machine Head, new band for Dave, maybe. Yeah, and see yeah. what happens. Yeah. I think it's, I agree with Brendan what he said. It's fantastic. Uh, Christmas, isn't it? I'll, everybody I'll, wins. I'll fall, mate. Right now, it seems like everybody's winning. Yeah. If you're a Slayer fan, you're winning because you're not having your tour interrupted. You're getting a quality and respect guitarist replacing Gary Holt, um, you know, temporarily as well. Um, and as I say, we're hopeful for Machine Head's future. We're hopeful for whatever Phil and Dave do. If Phil, uh, Dave wants to go off and do country songs, we just want yeah, to listen. Might, yeah, yeah, him and the uh, Devil Driver <laughs> be off doing country together. Why not? Exactly. <laughs> They've got a Desert Part 2 for Outlaws Volume 2. So. Yeah. The reason why I brought up Fear Factory because it's a segue. <laughs> you did it again, but yeah. now it's not because now it hasn't gone from Fear Factory into it. <laughs> According to Burnsy Bell, Fear Factory has completed work on their long-awaited new album for a tentative 2019 release. I don't know why the word's tentative. If like you, do you know? Do you, do you want to work? know why the word's tentative? Right, and I, I was I was going to bring this up actually. Part part of this is um there is now there is another article about Fear Factory's new album and mm. about why it hasn't been released yet. Go on, and that is because of legal issues. Really, still. Um, I don't. It doesn't elaborate because it's a legal issue. Right. What the legal issues are. It just says that the album's been ready for a while. They want to release it. They can't release it just yet because of legal issues. Then that can only be related to the ongoing drama regarding the. Fear that's Factory what name. I. That's what I assumed. Yeah. Well, no, because they won that. So what if this is potentially about royalties or some shit? It could be. It could be. There's, there's, it looks like there's something still going on. So the reason it's long awaited is because they haven't been able to release it, and the reason it's tentative is because I guess they don't know whether or not they'll be successful in whatever case they're in. You assume they will be because they've got previous albums out. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, oh, it's annoying. Yeah, so like I said, I don't know exactly what the legal issues are because it's being legal. I guess people don't write, aren't necessarily allowed to write about it or know about it yet. Potentially, that, yeah. You know, it was, uh, well, it's ongoing, I guess. It was, it was a, a legal case. Someone suing another person. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the bit I read, <coughs> I'm pretty sure... It was a quote, and I'm pretty sure it was a quote from Burton saying that the album's been ready for a while now, but we just... There, there are some legal issues with it. That we need to get sorted out before we can push it out. Right. Yeah. Well, there you so go. There you go. Yeah. We won't talk about it anymore because it's no. a legal issue. Watch this. Watch this space, man. Hopefully, we will get one next year, though. Hopefully, yeah. But what we will definitely get next year is um, Chillin' the Bodum. They're going to yeah. release. Their, they've announced all the details: track listing, cover, album title. It's called Hexed. Hexed on March eighth by a Nuclear Blast. And uh, 
today, day of recording, they actually released uh, the first single from it, which I I listened to the first minute before my video froze up, and you've actually listened to the song. I've listened to the whole song a few yeah. times over. Uh, it's a pretty decent song. It's one of the, like within you could take any snippet of that song, take a two second snippet, yeah, and play it to anybody, and they go, "Oh, children on the bottom." You know what I mean? It's like. It's perfectly sound, perfectly solid. The drums are great in it. The drums stand out actually for me more than anything else. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, uh, yeah I know it was that. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're yeah, really the powerful. Brilliant. Kick drum uh, as fuck. It's that whole thing, like, you know, if, you, if you're gonna go into this song wondering, like, oh, are Children of Bottom done anything different? Oh, you know, if you want them to, you'll probably be disappointed. If you just want another good Children of Bottom song that could probably sit on at least half of their albums, yeah. you know, and fit in with them, then yeah, it's, it's great. It's hard to get excited about it. It's 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 hard to get excited, but it it's a good song, but it, it's a it's a snippet of what the album's going to be, and that's the thing, and it leaves you kind of wondering, you know, like, um, are we going to get just another ten bottom songs? Yep. Or do they have any like tricks up their sleeves? Have expect? they got something else? Do you, you just, do you expect another ten bottom tracks? Yeah, that's what I expect. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, same here. Yeah. But I mean, what, what, the what, only surprise on, um, what's it called? Clovers and. Like Undergrass and Clover or something like that, whatever the single is called. Yeah. Um, the only surprise on it was actually a negative, which is that it doesn't contain a solo, which is quite uh, rare yeah, for Alexi to not be going. And then everyone else, fuck off, it's my time. Yeah, yeah. Guitar on the <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, that's what he does. I kept waiting for him to, you know, it's going to come out of this second kind of chorus section and go into a two minutes of him with the keys kind of backing it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, but it never, it never materialised, which, which, which I guess is different for Bottom. But it's a different in a way. I didn't want it to be different. Yeah, I was about to say. So like, I was quite happy with him. Like, the solos are highlights. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. But, you know, I don't want to leave it on a negative. It is not a bad song by any means. God, no. It's just that you're not going to listen to it and go, holy shit, have you heard what Children of Bottom are doing now? Yeah, like they're reinventing you know? the wheel of melodic metal, that kind of thing. Yeah, you know? it's more like, hey, have you heard the new Bottom song? Oh, what's it like? Oh, the other Bottom song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> oh, good. okay, cool. Yeah. That's what you said. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's good, and you can't really elaborate any more yeah. than that on it. It's just like, it's good. Yeah. Okay, cool. We're going to play you another track now then. Um, Hailing from Boston, Trash, Trash? Trash. Thrash, black and death metal band Malleus have released a brand new EP entitled Night Raid, which is out now on Atomic Force Records. The sound of death and destruction introduces us to Malice's Night Raids as they assault the mind, body and soul with a raging blend of thrash and black and death metal. That's my actual words from the review. That's why it sounds like such a cock. The EP is two tracks long, but both tracks hit the eight-minute mark, giving Malleus plenty of time to wreck the senses with harsh and raw-sounding old-school tracks. And this is the title track, Night Raids. Enjoy.
Sports Lover podcast, so you know what that means. Festival announcements. Um, the three major UK ones, and I, when I say that, I talk about uh, Bloodstock, Download, and Ramblin' Man. I don't include Reading and Leeds uh, at all because nope. you only have to look at the lineup to know that other than a handful of bands out yeah, of a couple of hundred, <laughs> there's nothing for us there. Right. What's the point of going, oh, um, Whitechapel are at yeah. Reading and Leeds? It's pointless. No, it's, it's the same as doing, like if we were doing a Glastonbury or a fucking wireless festival do you know what I mean they're, yeah. they're not rock they're not metal festivals yeah simple as that so we focus on these and each of these festivals didn't just make announcements but I think the three of them made incredibly strong announcements I agree um, so we're going to start with uh, we'll start with Rambler Man actually Rambler Man being it's our local in Kent yep. so Rambler Man announced a load of bands um, and it was really really well balanced and really interesting in the sense that I'm like shit I, I want to go to Rambler Man for one day specifically and I'm hoping a couple of these bands are on it yeah so we're going to go through them. we got the Wild Hearts, um, which I'm very happy about because we saw yeah. Ginger the first year yeah. we went doing his solo stuff yeah. and it was rocking. Yeah, yeah it was, yeah. Yeah, no, no, same. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Living Colour. I, I was, yeah, I, I thought it was pretty cool. I, it's, I, you know, I, I don't know a million fucking Living Colour songs, but I know a few. I know one for one reason only, which it was CM Punk's theme song yeah. for years, Cult of Personality. But I know, you know, I know that they're a, a big <coughs> fucking rock band. Yep. Yeah. And uh, if I'm there, well, I'll, of course I'm going to tick it off me a bucket list. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Why yeah. wouldn't you? Uh, the Winery Dogs? I don't know who they are. I've heard of them. That's about yeah. all I've got. Uh, Richie Co- Cotzen? I know who he is. That's about that. He's um, played... He's, uh, he's uh, Who was it? Mr. Big? Mm. Yeah, of course, yeah. Somebody else as well. I can't remember who... But anyway, he's, he's a big name in terms of... He's been a guitarist in a lot of the big rock bands. Yeah. I'm not sure about it. It's like what his solo stuff would be, or whether he just do like stuff from his rock acoustic, bands. maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Koyo. Don't um, know. I don't know them. Um, Orange Goblin. Obviously, of know who Orange Goblin are. Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. I thought it was a good announcement for them. Yeah. To be honest, yeah, I was, I was surprised. Um, but yeah, good, very good. Crowbot. Crowbot again. I know who Crowbot are. Yep. Uh, and not because I keep uh, initially where I thought they'd announced Crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> that one, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, no, again, again, you know, there was a couple of announcements there, so I was like, oh, this is pretty cool, actually. Yeah. It's getting, like, you know, a little bit closer to, to, to kind to of our edge. Our edge, yeah. You know? um, then we have The Obsessed, who I don't know. I don't know, but I read that they were, like, a, a doom rock band. Oh, okay, cool. Which I thought, again, oh, that's, that's perfect, yeah, yeah. Pretty cool with that. And the last one, Robert, John, and The Wreck. Uh, this is this is from the country stage. Oh, of course, of course it is, yeah. we don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, well, I don't pay attention to that stuff. No. But yeah, overall, man, that was a, a pretty balanced, really very, yeah. really good announcement. Particularly coming off the last few Rambler Man announcements where it's been a bit... Yeah, and they've been... I mean, we talk about Bloodstock being slow, but man, have they been slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you know, it's, it's looking it's looking now, like there's decent bands on the bill now. Now it's important for me to see the day splits. Because that's the thing now. Because actually, I could make a good day out of the bands that are there now. Yeah. Uh, considering that we've also got people like The Darkness. Yeah, we only want... From, well, over the day, we only want really four or five yeah, and that's to make it worthwhile. And, and there's four or five there. Yeah. I'll be all right to pay the money for a, a day ticket for, to be honest. Agreed. As long as they're on the same day. That's it. That's, that's what it comes down to. So, yeah, we'll see. It. We're looking out for the day splits, Rambling Man. Get yeah, them out there. get them out there. <laughs> all right, we're going to swing over to um, Donington now, where you will find Download, who went nuts and went, well, do 23 at once. Yeah. Um, and it was, again, what varied as fuck, some really interesting names, some I hadn't heard of. Nah, I um, mean, the most interesting thing about the Download lineup, lineup when yeah. they made this announcement, was about being able to say, oh, well, that's not going to be the Bloodstock headliner. That's, that's not going to be the Bloodstock headliner. It was. So much of this was mean? like, eliminate, yeah. eliminate, eliminate. So, right, let's fly through them. We've got Slayer of the last ever UK show. Which, of were, course. which were the, the big 
oh, these are going to be the Saturday at Bloodstock. Yeah. And so, you know, it was good to see that put to bed. Uh, we've got Smashing Pumpkins, yeah. who, if I was there, I would check them out. Never seen them live. I yeah, uh, would like yeah. to, um, even though I don't really... I didn't rate the new album either, but yeah. I grew up with the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. Um, not literally. Like, not in the house or anything. No, like. but... I don't know what age is Billy Corgan now. Fuck knows, to be honest. But uh, Dream... like he's been around forever. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> Dream Theater. Okay, yeah, cool. Um, no problem with that. I just, I just find it hilarious when they get festival slots because I'm just like, what's that? Like two songs, mm. you know, thirty minutes each. Uh, Lamb of God, which was again another yeah. room with Bloodstocker. Yeah. Um, Eagles of Death Metal. I'm not a particular fan of these guys, to be no. totally honest with you. But again, at least you know. It, Thereabouts, isn't it? That's it. Alien weaponry. Good yeah. on those crazy New Zealanders. Cool. Um, kind of hope it doesn't go well, so we can have them back. What? <laughs> basically, like now, going to be if because they, they it, what? Uh, I don't really hope that. Um, <laughs> of course, uh, they'll smash it. Yep, and they'll garner themselves an army of new fans there, and they will become a download band, and you'll see them probably up the bill higher next time. Right, higher next time, and. Our chance of them coming back to be at Bloodstock gets slimmer and slimmer. I don't think that, uh, I th- so basically, anywhere for me, Brendan doesn't want you to be successful. Not yet. Do another Bloodstock. Like, have an all right year next year. Come back and do another Bloodstock. Uh, maybe headline the Sophie Tent or something like that. Then yeah. you can go be a download band. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> all right, then we've got Anthrax, the uh, Thrash yeah. main stairs, always around. Yeah. Anthrax doing Anthrax. Yep, no problem with Anthrax. I like quite a lot of Anthrax songs. So. Yeah, it's fine. It's been a bit of yeah. cu- Well, we'll get on to that. But um, Bad Flower? Uh, no idea. No Never idea. Same them. here. Black Futures? Never heard of them. Same here. Blackberry Smoke? Heard of, don't like. That's basically the same. <laughs> I Prevail? I feel like I heard of these, but nothing, ring, no, not even a genre pops in my head, so maybe I don't. Maybe it's a song title or something like that. I have, quite a, generic, I have a similar thing, and for some reason I keep thinking Metalcore. Yeah. Would it, you know? Uh, then we've got The Interrupters, which is a band I actually do like. I right, think okay. they're sort of the natural successors to the likes of Rancid, uh, Rancid and things like that. Um, I like the Interrupters. They're good fun. Uh, Ginger, who well, are making Ginger, a name for them. They are. Selves. They are. They are. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not overly familiar with them yet. I'm very familiar with the name. Yeah. Sometimes I think, uh, because of the, depending on who's pushing the name, it sometimes makes me not want to check a band out. Okay. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like, uh, oh, these are the next big thing. Yeah, 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 again? yeah. And you go, oh, whatever, I ain't going to bother with them then. Yeah, yeah, because they're cotton on But I have there. been listening. I did, uh, only a few days ago, actually, I did <coughs> drop a few songs onto my music player yeah. to just check them out. And actually, I quite liked what I heard. So, cool. You know. Yeah, I need to give them a good go yeah. as well, because the there's a bit of a fuss around them yeah. now. It's interesting. Uh, Man with a Mission. Again, not got a clue with that one. Same. Never heard of them. Nothing Nowhere. Strange name as well. That one. Oh, I, I, it's I, one of the annoying things as well, where none of them, the, the letters, on, the first letters are on lowercase. Yeah, lowercase title. Nothing. So nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> so, so annoying. <laughs> Our last night. Don't know. Riding the low. Don't know. Royal Republic. Don't heard know. of? Think it's an indie band. Uh, State champs. Uh, no, don't know. I've heard of them again. It's bit. Underside. Underside. Yes, we know. What. Of course, we know Underside. Nepalese band. Yep. Um, in fact, you want to know a bit more about them, go to our YouTube thing. You'll know, see an interview that we did with them at Bloodstock last year. We yeah. also checked out the live set, which was unfortunately... It was disappointing. But yeah. As much to do with sound slash stage issues that they yeah. had at the beginning. Yeah. It kind of killed it for people. It did. We, when they got going, the first song, I remember the first song, and they had some Nepalese dancers and everything, and it was banging. It didn't really take off after that. Yep. 
But I think that might have been helped if they started straight away because that 10, 15 minute, like, what is going on here? Yeah. It kind of sucks it out of you a little it bit. It really did because we were just waiting around at yeah. that point. But fingers crossed that it goes well from there. Uh, Whitechapel. Uh, Whitechapel are cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah no problem with that. Uh, yours truly? I don't know yours truly. I'm Same here. Right. Um, and Zebrahead. Zebrahead? Zebrahead, unfortunately. Oh, no. It is. I can't, I can't say it. I can't. I'm going to have to say Zebrahead. Uh, I know Zebrahead, yeah. Uh, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not like a massive fan. I don't really care. But yeah, Scar yeah, Band. That's is what I'm what saying. It is. It's one of those things at a festival, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've seen Zebrahead, not Zebrahead, because I've never heard of them. Zebrahead, Zebrahead, quite a bit, because they always end up supporting like Less Than Jake and Real Big Fish. They're always mm. part of that bill. So um, well, I've seen them less than. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was a dialogue. Twenty-three bands. Yeah. Um, something for everyone, I think. Yeah, there's some good bands in there, man. I mean, for anyone going, like, check out Alien Weaponry if you get a chance. Yeah, yeah. fucking awesome. Yes, absolutely do. Um, then we move on to. Well, our baby, I guess. Bloodstock, who had two separate announcements. Yeah. We're just going to combine the both because uh, they, this was good as well. Yeah. I've, yeah. Yeah. Go on. Go, go through the band. <coughs> right. Well, Grand Magus. Yep. Yeah, cool. Uh, yep. Yeah, very happy with that. I mean, the good thing about this is we, we've heard of them all. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? Big, like... big part of that. Yeah. Um, what I really like about this is the fact as well out of the two announcements. One's like basically one of the announcements was I haven't seen almost all of these bands live. And the second was like I've seen most of these bands live. Yeah. Um, Death Angel. Uh, yeah. Very excited for that. Yeah. Never had a chance. That'd be great. Uh, Metal Church, who have released uh, the latest album, I think, last week. last Yeah, last Friday. Or was it? Yes, was it? It was last Friday. Yeah, yeah. it was last yeah. Friday. Yeah. Uh, which is a good album as well. So good, that'd be good. Yeah, it will be. I mean, it's, it, they're, they're a good style of like old school like uh, nostalgia. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like the new album as much as you did. Okay. Uh, I didn't dislike it either. But I did find it very, very... After a while, like, it's just getting really repetitive. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? It's like, they, they, what, what you hear in the first couple of tracks, like Out of Balance and stuff like that, that's just what you're going to hear for the rest of the album. Don't get me wrong, I would agree with you in the sense that they're not uh, literally a throwback metal band. Yeah. Heavy, heavy metal. Which is the, which is core. cool. And like, you know, I've got no problem with checking them out. Don't yep. get me wrong. Then we've got Roster Boss, which uh, is just like... Similar, that. to be honest. Yeah. Uh, you know, same sort of... Uh, style I guess yeah. as, a, as a metal church and uh, pretty decent I'm, hap- I'm I'm happy with it because it's, again I've not seen him live yeah. so that'd be good for that and then we've got Evil Scarecrow who are finally it's been a couple of years for them Bloodstock um, and been a couple of years for me too so and off the new album um, uh, what's called Antarctica Antarctica yeah. Um, yeah I'm really stoked for Scarecrow uh, I think it'll I think they're going to pull a huge crowd I think so too uh, yeah I mean we know we know how good they are live I think the thing that maybe people who aren't as familiar with them musically but know all about the show is that this time they go in there with arguably their best work. Yep. Metal-wise. Forgetting about show, forgetting about gimmicks and all that. It's just a solid metal album. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how how that goes down mixed in with your Crabulons and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, you know? uh, yeah. Yeah, very happy with that. Yeah, cool. And then the other second announcement of Bloodstock. This was... Um, so I, I, I said to, I think I said to my son, I, I thought this one of the best things about this announcement for me was that although all of Bloodstock's announcement at this point has been very heavily for me going, I've never seen them, never seen them, I'll check out them, I'll check them out. This was the first time my announcement happened. I've seen most of these bands so many times, barring one, um, that where it's like, oh, I needed I needed a light, some bands where I've seen you loads so and I'd be cool to see you again. Yeah, but yeah. if I don't see you, yeah. It's not the end of the world and that kind of thing. So sharing it with blood uh, download, we've got Anthrax. Yep. Anthrax special back guest. again. Special guest on one of the nights. I think Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Saturday. Yeah, because they moved Cradle down. 
They did. Yeah. I, 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 well, yeah, that's what we were talking <coughs> about the last time we talked, didn't yeah. we, about whether they were special guests or not. We couldn't quite work out. That's right. I'm not sure if they moved them down or they were just never special they, guests. I guess the they were way. never special yeah. guests, yeah, because the same thing happened with Sunday with the next one, yeah. where I thought Queensryche were the special guests, but no, Dimmy Borgia yeah. are the special guests. Yeah. Um, now, I wanted to highlight this one particularly because last time Dimmy Borgia played Bloodstock, they suffered huge issues and only ended up playing like 20 minutes of a 40 minute set. And a lot of this was down to the fact that apparently the drum click track wouldn't work. Yeah. Which uh, caused, obviously, a lot of the people who don't like them to go, eh, what a bunch of wankers, can't play with that click track. Um, that shit, you know. Um, so I'm hoping, like, this gives them an hour. Yeah. I'm hoping they bring some serious shit. A lot of it's, we're going to find out soon once we start hearing about how these UK shows have gone. Yeah. And what they've been like. Yeah, I mean, I, I was quite, I was happy with them being announced. I was happier that they weren't the Saturday night headliner. Yep. That, that pleased me. Big one, I yeah. I them to be. Um, you know, I've still got my heart set on Behemoth. So well, we go. quickly, might as well say it, as I was going to say at the end, but you've just brought it up there. With all, with Demu, with Slayer being down and all that, is it not now the most obvious headliner in well, the world? Let's do the rest of these bands. Right, fair enough. I'll, throw, I'll point out the other one. Oh, God almighty, yeah. All right, yeah all right. <laughs> well, then we have Die Art as Murder, which is um, great, Die Art. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll see them before Bloodstock. Yeah, yeah, of course we'll be... Because uh, so they're on a tour. With uh, Parkway, Parkway Drive, Drive and Kill Switch Engage, Engage. Yeah. yes, which I, I'm looking forward to. Looking well, yeah, like same here. Yeah, and, uh, leading into the other potential Bloodstock headliner, Die Art are going to be there. They're out on a tour together. Their tour goes on long past London. Can't the be last Parkway day. Drive. That'd be fucking nuts. Nah, I'm not, I, I don't think it will be either, but it's not beyond the realms of possibility them being there at the show. That's true. That's not beyond the realms of possibility. No, I think all. if they were announced, people... they're not. They were at download last year, so they ain't doing download. They're yeah. in. They're in the UK around the summer time, uh, or at least building up to it. Yeah. They're touring with Die Art, who've just been announced for Bloodstock. Anyway, you heard it here first. Right. Fair <laughs> enough. And the last band that Bloodstock announced was Tesseract. Which yeah. This is probably the only one out of all of them where I was okay with, but a bit like mm, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, that's the truth of it. I'm not a massive fan of them. However, I, I you know, I've never seen them. I've listened to them quite a bit and we had different opinions on, on their, Sonder, on their yeah. recent album Sonder, yeah. Um, it was just funny because it happened a week, uh, literally a few days after I'd seen Tesseract for the first fucking time live, yeah. which we'll get to further in the podcast anyway. But um, yeah, yeah, so I'm fine, like, with, fine, with the, fine with the announcement, don't get me wrong, but you know, it wasn't like, yes! Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm going to go and see even, Tesseract. Even me, I was like, oh, I just saw them a few days ago. Yeah. Forgetting that this isn't fucking August. Yeah, it's you know? a year away. Yeah. Me. But yeah, so like I said, overall, man, some serious, serious strength. Yeah. Um, can you get the um, Metal to the Masters Essex heats up with the bands announced? I can do that. So I've got can, all sorts of schools. Yeah. So we can, because uh, that's what we're going to quickly talk about before we wrap this part up and move on to track three. But yeah, so like I think uh, for the end of the year, since none of these none of these fests will be announcing anything else in 2018. Um, yeah, I thought everyone did really, really, really well. I think that all three festivals, particularly down on Bloodstock, I think are really shaping up to be quite strong this year. Um, right, yes. Yeah, so, so We're going to move on to Metal to the Masses, um, Essex, the one we're sponsoring. Yep. And the first heats have been announced with bands as well. Um, yeah, so Brendan's going to give you a little rundown. So Heat 1. Yep. January the 18th, not far away now. Yeah. At the Sound House in Colchester. In the pub, it's in a pub called the Bull. Yep. And the Sound House is like the live music part of it. So if you can't find the Sound House, look for the Bull. Cool. Um, there there are what are there five bands down to play that first night. 
The bands are Fire Sky, Penny Antics, Parilla, Goat Monsoon, and Collected. Um, from what I can see, checking the bands out on Facebook and stuff like that, there's a, there's a nice eclectic mix of the uh, music in here. Cool. You know, for, there's some very, pretty heavy stuff in there. There's also some kind of proggy, more kind of leaning towards rock. Penny Antics are a bit more of a kind of punkish band. Excellent. So yeah, nice mix of music there. Following pretty rapidly after that, so that's 18th of January, that one, uh, and a Friday as well, so no excuses not to get out and get pissed. Excellent. Um, Friday the 1st of February, same venue, Heat 2, we have got Coda, Of Our Design, Killer Core, Sea Wolves, and Herida. Excellent. Again, looking at, I've, I've looked at these bands all up and everything like that, and, uh, you know, there's a real nice mix across this. It's not just like five doom bands or five, you know, grindcore bands or anything like that. It's a good mix of music there for people to check out and yep. get listen to. And uh, obviously, the most important bit and throw their support behind one of them. That's it, as you, you know. say. Um, when 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 all the dates got announced, I went through my planner to sort of be like, right, what what have I what have I got? What do I need? What can I get to? And so on. And I was pleasantly surprised to see that. I could definitely be at almost all of them, particularly the later ones. Yeah. Um, two that I would have to get off work, which wouldn't be a problem as in advance. And then there's just one which fell in the same night as while she sleeps. Yeah. Yeah. At the roundhouse that it was like, like that, so. Yeah. So we will be at most of them as well. So yeah, you, definitely. You know, say hello. Looking forward to it, man. Absolutely. If you're in a band, come and say hello to us. Give us your fucking CDs. Yeah. Um, we'll do what we can. If you are in a band, check your inboxes. We'll probably be reaching out to you soon. There's yes, that too. Absolutely. Cool, right, we're going to play you another track, another track. And this one comes from uh, Dead Retinas on November 30th, 2018. A hardcore punk band, Dead Retinas, released their new EP entitled Divine. It's three tracks long, but a short and very sharp EP. One that would delight, though, is Dead Retinas forced a hardcore punk energy down throats. From the moment Golden Monochrome kicks in with unbridled fury, bodies will move because this is an EP that gets under the skin. And it's that track we're playing you now, Golden Monochrome. Am I saying that right? Monochrome. monochrome 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 yeah i'm doing mono like fucking yeah. <laughs> mo- mon- yeah go to monochrome enjoy
right, we're coming to the last bit of the podcast then, and uh, live shows, really. We've been to a few. Well, I've been, You've to, been a to a few. few. You've been to one. I've been to one. We'll get to that Which one Which is nice, last. though, because I'm pretty sure if there's been about 10 videos in a row now, or podcast, we've gone, you've been to any shows? I go, no. No. See you. working. <laughs> I've been to one. Cool. Well, we'll leave that one to last, because we both at that one, yeah. and I'll fly for some of the ones I've been to. I went to see Love Bites at the O2 Academy on the 21st of November. 2018 and was pleasantly surprised by uh, how good they were uh, I would go as far to say they were excellent um, really really impressed me um, very very heavy a lot of a lot of fun um, a lot of fun about three quarters full maybe half full kind of venue um, yeah they've, they've got talent they've got talent really enjoyed it really enjoyed it as a show then uh, we, I was at Aborted uh, with Cryptocy and Ingested at the Dome in Tuffnell Park uh, on a cold I don't know what day it was, but it was Wednesday, I think it was, on 26th of November. Um, there were, it was a fourth band playing, but didn't get any time for that. But uh, Ingester were pretty good. Cryptosy, I couldn't really understand the fuss about them. And uh, Aborted were great, but like, it was like they were on stage at like 10 o'clock, right. you know? So it ended like to 11 o'clock. It's pretty packed in there as well. Yeah. The, the dome packed still isn't too bad, yeah. but everyone kind of gathers around by the bar area yeah. rather than spreading out, which is a bit annoying. Uh, but yeah, most yeah, that was pretty good as well. A little bit different. And then I previously mentioned uh, Tesseract. Yeah. Tesseract. Uh, at the Shepherd's Bush Empire. And uh, it was kind of funny with this one because uh, this was like a review one. So I was, you know, I had given a ticket for it. And I walked off and was all sold out. And was like, oh, Shepherd's Bush Empire sold out. That's horrible. That's no fun at all. And it was like, oh, my tickets were upstairs. Cool. And that was pretty, made it pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, really, I, I enjoyed Tesseract quite a bit, you know. It's, uh, you know, a lot of some of the songs they do and a bit of music here and there doesn't always resonate well with me. But um, watching it, it was, it was, it's like, that's like a show you watch. Tesseract's a show you watch, I yeah. think, you know. Yeah. Although looking at the crowd down the stairs, they were headbanging and pitting like crazy, yeah. you know. And then, of course, the latest one we've been to uh, was Zeal and Ardor at Electric Borum. Yep. That was only a couple. Well, it depends when this goes out. It was the 2nd of December, wasn't it? So, yeah. Um, Sunday night. Not always the best night for a gig. No. You know, if you had a long weekend or anything like that. But to be fair, it was uh, it was pretty brilliant to be, I think. It was. You know. The venue, it, w- it wasn't the best I've seen them. No. Because I, But nothing to do with them. I think, for me, the venue didn't really capture their sound right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know if it was just the biggest space whatever it was I don't know we were at the back we were near the bar yeah yeah. we kind of stood there and we watched get beers easy that sort of thing um, it was brilliant musically they're great they definitely you know we, we, we talked about it at the show didn't we and they they appear you, they, you can see them learning their craft as they go yeah yeah little for things sure. they were doing within the show they did before there was this really fucking cool um, light effect that seemed to be being controlled by Manuel. Oh, that's right, hit, yeah. Uh, holding something in his hand. He was kind of hitting the guitar in time and making the lights go off and... That's uh, right, yeah, throwing the hoods back at a certain time for yeah, join us. join us, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. Really, really enjoyed the fact that as well that we appeared to get, I think, three completely new songs. New songs. That I'd not heard before. Yeah. You know, I think it was three. It was around that anyway, weren't it? Three, maybe even four. Well, I think when I looked at the set list on setlist.com, you know, you get like a breakdown of what albums of stuff were, and two or three, I can't remember if it was three either, songs were listed as other. Right. So they weren't attached to yeah, yeah, Stranger like Throat. Album or anything or like that. I think they had some other release, like yeah. an EP or something. Yeah, so, you know, genuinely, the hype is real. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. I, I do think it is. Um, I can't see how 
you know, like they're suddenly going to send an album out in a year's time, something like that, and it's going to be shit. I can't, I can't picture it. You know, I just think I think they're a fantastic band. I think they're very exciting, still exciting, um, brilliant live. He's got an amazing voice. Like he genuinely has got an amazing voice. Um, the other thing I wanted to touch on at that show, though, because I know we talk about merch quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, of course, their merch stand. Like other bands, take note. Yeah. Because they went to town not only on having merch that was exclusive, but I'll come to that in a second. But even just in making their merch stand look good. Yep. They had like skulls and stuff all around it. You know, it was fantastic. Yeah. The and they were selling. And- at their shows, uh, limited edition, only available at the live show, vinyl. Yeah. Live vinyl, recorded at a show somewhere over, I think it was in, I think it was in Montreal. Yeah. Or somewhere like that. And um, you can only buy it at the show, numbered vinyl. And we've spoken in the past about merch and like, you know, something that makes it unique to the experience. And I think that's probably about as close as you can get to being unique yeah. to the experience, you know. If you've got one of these, you got it because you either were at the show or you managed to grab one on eBay. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> you know? all it's going to be, yeah. So, yeah, that was cool as fuck. But, yeah, great show. Mm. Very enjoyable. Yeah, and I should have been at, um, this last Wednesday, I should have been at Mantar and Skeleton Witch. Uh, to be fair, I was only going for Mantar because I'm not a big Skeleton Witch fan and they're at Bloodstock. But Mantar was kind of like, okay, it was cheap, let's go for that. Yeah. And uh, um, I, I do sympathise with this story. I do find the manner it went down questionable so basically Mantar cancelled um, and cancelled Manchester they were here for two days Manchester and then London the next yeah. the day of Manchester they put up a photo showing lots of pills and stuff like that and it looked like basically he tore his throat out was ill as fuck um, and cancelled the Manchester show Right. when people were asking questions in the comments what about London tomorrow what about London tomorrow and he was like hopefully I mean look at going well, that's not look at us. What look you've just put pictured all these pills and medication. Yeah. It's tomorrow. Yeah. This ain't gonna happen. It's unlikely. <laughs> no. You know what time that got word out about that they weren't gonna be at the show? Four o'clock? Four in the afternoon. So it's a couple of hours from doors being opening. I was kinda like It's Why? a bit strange, isn't it? Because you think like you're up in the morning. You'd you know, know if you you're know gonna be able to make it. You're like what at three o'clock, you're like, Oh, I don't know, give me another hour. And I, I found that kind of puzzling and I started to wonder like so could we have asked for refunds? Because Mantar had cancelled it. It was a co-headline tour as well. So that's one of your fucking headliners. Yeah. Then I thought, well, all right, let's presume it's not like that. Let's presume it's more well, Skeleton Witch. Who the f- is, uh, is no one going to bother showing up now? Basically, is that, was it more like, let's try and make sure we leave, like, you know, and Skeleton Witch, so on. Because, like, it was like, wait a minute, so there's a support band, then it would have been Mantar, and Skeleton Witch was supposed to be like, like five to ten. Right. So like, we're going to have a massive gap now, doors open an hour later. Yeah. Or does Skeleton Witch start earlier? Like, either way, it was like, that's a real, it's a real problem, like, you know? It's disappointing. Like I said, I completely get it. If you can't sing, you can't sing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah Simple yeah, as that. Yeah, nothing you can do about that. Um, it's just a matter of like, why on earth did you wait? Because I was like, it. I presume it was going ahead, the fact we didn't hear anything. And then suddenly it was like, I. Yeah, because even the fucking. Even the goddamn venue or the the promotions company part the goddamn stage times and had Manta on the stage during the day and I remember seeing that and my, uh, my wife sent it to me and I was like okay so they're playing then and like then it was like oh no we're not I was like yeah the fuck you know yeah shit communication man yeah bad yeah not not great at all continue so like open about being like we can't play God play it's like you would have known that day you know you're not gonna be better enough for it and like you only had two dates in the UK. Uh, what is it now <coughs> so did the show went ahead but without them yeah I believe so because yeah, right. I wasn't there so, so. it's not going to be rescheduled or anything no like no no 
No, just uh, we will we'll see. We're sorry, we'll see you in the future. Yeah. That thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then it's just uh, a couple more to see at the end. Of the year. I think my final gig right now will be buried tomorrow on the fifteenth of December. I think that's my final one. Cool. Yeah, I believe so. Good album out this year, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of cool. It's yeah, my son. So yeah. All right, um, right. Well, anything on the site, kind of taking your fancy, you want to talk about? Uh, just two singles, actually. Go on. For albums that are coming out next year, both in February, I think. Yeah. The first one is Rotting Christ. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the sing- uh, Sorry, the album, which is called The Heretics, which I'm pretty sure is coming out in February. Yeah. And the song is called Fire, God and Fear. And uh, it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> it's, it's so Rotting Christ, don't get me wrong, you know, like multi-layered, orchestral. Yes. Yeah dark sinister everything like that but it's fucking brilliant so excellent really really excited for that and then now I'm really excited for Heretics yeah which is then coming a couple of months before they then play at Bloodstock Bloodstock perfect didn't it so you know new album out and from the sounds of the first track of it it's going to be brilliant so that's great um, the other one this is a bit of a strange one right because when I heard the song I was like this new band are fucking amazing I uh, can't wait to hear more. Yeah. And then noticed at the bottom of my music player it was saying, and here's all the other stuff by <laughs> And you're kind of like, how have I not picked on... You know, you get that sometimes. Like, how have I missed this? Missed this, so yeah. So the band are Diabolical. Oh, of course, yeah. And the song is called We Are Diabolical. And I think I was also partly thrown by the name because it kind of like come across as like, is this their first ever song introducing themselves? Yeah, yeah, We Are Diabolical. We yeah. Are Diabolical. Um, but it turns out it's not. They've got loads of fucking albums. Uh, and I've been listening. It's one of those ones, right? It, it's a brilliant song. Really, really good. Uh, kind of it's very hard to pigeonhole which I quite like it's got little folk elements around it's predominantly black metal yep um, lots of you know there's a few little orchestral moments there's lots of choir kind of backing and all that uh, which is just fantastic but it does delve into other genres as it goes on you know so for a black metal song it suddenly goes into a very very clean singing section comes back at the end with clean and black metal vocals all going together excellent so it's a great song uh, made me instantly go and check out their some of their back catalogue, and it's fucking brilliant. And I'm just like, how did I miss out on this band? But like, gr- I'm I, I'm grateful now. Yeah, because you've got so much. I've got, like, I think I've got maybe like five albums. Because how many times have you complained in this podcast where you're like, yeah, you do that, and you probably yeah, you find a new band these days, and we're like, yeah, it's brilliant, but now we have to wait two years for the next. Yeah, time. yeah, because there's nothing new. <laughs> so it's yeah. nice to come across a band that you know I listen to the singles, that's brilliant. It's a ten out of ten, absolutely cracking song. Can't wait to hear more. Oh, what's all this? Oh, check all these out. All these are fucking great too. Excellent. Yeah. So yeah, they're the two singles that really caught my eye. Yeah, I mean, it's there's not been anything like that I'd say album wise that I've been like, okay, I need to tell everyone about this. There's been some great stuff like Outrage AD, um, Windrunner, things like that that yeah. are all reviewed over in the site. So make sure you go over and just basically check that out, shit out. If you don't want to scroll through the homepage, just go to Albums 2018 and have a look. Yeah. There's plenty on there. And that's that's basically it. Now we'll be back for. Um, Podcasts, the best of, as we said at the start. Um, and we're going to wrap up one last track. Jetplane. It's by a band called Jetplane, a band from Russia who excel ex- exposing strings based drama behind post rock crescendos and emotions. Falls Further is the, the fourth album by the band. It's press release, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's like um, it's like restaurant stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, it's yeah. not a potato. It's a, a, the apple of the earth cooked in a certain way. Yeah, like that, wine you know? tasting yeah. as well. You know, getting hints of fucking yeah. oak and crap like that. False Feather is the fourth album by the band and was released on November 15th via Rico label. The six tracks that make up the album are almost meditative, meditative, meditative in style. The rhythm's soothing and even when the guitars turn up a notch, it still inspires. One of the best tracks on this incredible release is Oceans. 
Uh, we're very happy to bring that to you now. It's something a little bit different uh, than what we've played throughout, I think. Very different, in fact. Um, a nice, soothing way to see out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Peace.